You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Ryan Geddes. Hello. Craig Harris is here. Hiya. And Greg Miller. I don't believe you really started the show. You don't believe it? We didn't do anything <laughs> funny to roll into it. You usually try to trick us. You know, just start it. You're in a surly mood. Believe it, Greg Miller. It's Friday. This is my third cup of coffee. Oh, wow. no. How many donuts in are you? Two donuts in. And a uh, cup of... Uh, mocha flavored yogurt. Mocha. Oh, was, is that what you were eating this morning? You were like uh-huh. looking very seriously at it, like like you're pondering it as I was you like, ate it. I was like, is this gonna be good? Is yeah. this gonna be? Oh yeah, this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get more of these. Mm-hmm. I could see the the gears turning as you as you ate. Speaking of gears, I see what you. Gears did of War oh, three. Man. Yes. Gears of War three. You're gonna get to play it. You're a big gears fan. I am. Right, yes. Right, so you're mm-hmm. excited because you're gonna get to play it on April fifth. Uh, Aren't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh no! Yeah, we we, we gotta wait. It was okay. delayed. It was delayed. Uh, holiday 2011. Wow. Annual winter holiday. Microsoft wants that to be their big holiday release next yep. year. Which means something like... else fell through that they were counting on. Mm. Like there was something else that we didn't know about that was gonna be their big holiday oh, release. Oh, oh, oh! Last Guardians of PS3 exclusive. Oh, oh well. <laughs> well, I guess we need something else then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was talking about this with somebody else in the office. When they, when they made the announcement at E3, everyone was like, "There's no way that that game is going to come out in April." Was it even uh, playable at any in any form? Yes. Well, they had horde the or the um, the mode the horde mode where you play as the locust. Okay, that was playable. And that was it. Yeah. Um, but there have been other looks kind of at what's happening with the game since then. Um, so everyone kind of thought, okay, well, this thing's kind of on track. I guess it's coming out. And then, no, not so much. Hmm. 
Microsoft says Gears of War 3 promises to be the biggest entertainment launch of 2011. Is it? I think isn't Microsoft like the only company that talks that way? That yes. talks about their game releases as entertainment launches. Yes. They 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 speak about Halo that way all the time. Yeah. Well, Halo I mean, Reach is the biggest the, day one entertainment. Well, they want launch it to be a movie, ever. and they keep pulling that. You know. They also talk about Call of Duty that way when they talk about like their Call of Duty exclusives, and you know when they're crowing about how more people play Call of Duty on P- mm-hmm. on 360 than PS3, all that stuff. They 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 may use that kind of language as well because they yeah I mean their their goal is to have their 360 or their Xbox stuff be thought of in the same terms as big blockbuster movies. Yeah. Well, maybe now that it's been delayed, maybe the multiplayer will work when Gears War 3 is released. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Unconfirmed at this time. So we'll, find out, we'll find out soon enough. It's true. Uh, next week, Castlevania Lords of Shadow comes out on Xbox 360. You reviewed it. And PS3. You gave it a terrible score, right? I gave. I, I thought the game was... Absolute piss. <laughs> so I scored it a seven five, wow, which man. is like pretty what much terrible, how do you sleep at the lowest score you can give a game. I fully expect Konami, the company, to, to shut down now. Yeah. I think I've, I've ended Konami, well, whatever they've been around. Well, at since. least the community and the internet in general has embraced you for your score. Yeah, they understand. Yeah, they understand. I mean, people on the internet are pre- generally pretty reasonable. Yeah, they've yeah. seen videos, so they know. They don't uh-huh. just see a brand name and automatically think that it has Mm-mm. to be scored a certain way no, because it has no. that brand name on it. And everyone out there, I think the, the comments on the review are up to like 750 now. Jeez. All of those people have already played the game. Yep. And they have very informed opinions <laughs> as well. Yeah, so their opinion about it. is totally valid. Yeah, whatever yeah. they have, whatever they think about the game. Mm-hmm. I saw a great comment on a like a three-page article on IGN recently. I don't remember what it was, but somebody commented um, like almost right after the article went up and said, great read. And somebody else called him out and was like, there's no way you've read that article already. <laughs> and the guy commented, yeah, but I read the first page and I could tell the whole thing was going to be a great read. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I thought that was really I'm good. I'm very surprised that there's that much passion for this game. I mean, it's not a, it's not a side-scrolling Castlevania game. That's it's the a, thing. Like, it's a 3D Castlevania game. But it's and it's not even It's not even but, a Japanese-developed so, Castlevania game. I know. Game. Castlevania... Uh, Harmony of, of Despair came out on as part of Summer of Arcade, and nobody really cared. Yeah. Like there's like a small, really hardcore audience that loves that game, made up of Stephen Ng and, and Ryan Scott. <laughs> but no, it wasn't anything like this. Like, why do people care about this game so much? I had no idea. So th- there is like a lot of upset people that people well, people you, don't understand that seven five is a good score. You can't pre-order a downloadable game. Yeah, okay. So, so that's mean, what they're upset about? But might, I already pre-ordered there it. There might be a lot of people I've out there. I've already decided to buy the game, and I need you to justify my purchase. You know, we place very little distinction anymore on downloadable games and retail games because mm-hmm. the quality of downloadable games is so high now. Yeah. But I think a lot of people out there still kind of haven't... Imbra- I mean, we saw the numbers, right? Wasn't it 6% of, yeah. of people uh, download games I thought that was for talking about downloadable content. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, well, spread out, it's spread out over Apple TV and a couple other services too, so it's not so just... So taken in the aggregate, yeah. I mean, you're, you're yeah. looking sure. at... Let's, let's be generous and say 10% of people do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of people out there still view these games as retail games as quote as the real game and I'm making air quotes. Mm-hmm. Everybody here can uh, attest to that. I don't think you really did it. Air quote. Here we go. Of real games. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying. Castlevania Lords of Shadow. So I, I liked the game. I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. Uh, Konami calls it a reboot of the Castlevania franchise, but I, it feels more like just um, an unrelated game that they put the Castlevania yeah. name on. Like it, do, it does not feel like Castlevania at Are all. Are there Draculas? Uh, there's vampires. <laughs> are, there, are there Wolfmen? Yeah. 
right. Yeah, that's like, like, I mean, that's what I said. It's like I have a cross and a whip, right? Uh, you have a chain. Yeah. Mm, yes, and it doesn't really fit. In, it doesn't even fit in the uh, the timeline. If you actually, oh no, there's the no timeline, canon. There's, yeah, it's, it's not it's canon. Weird. Yeah. Konami says it's not canon. Yeah. Um, but what they did was like just basically take uh, pieces of other games, like from God of War and Uncharted and Resident Evil, and like kind of make their own little like third-person action game from it, which is cool and it's fun, but it's not very original at all. It just kind of feels yeah. like a God of War, a Dante's Inferno style action game. So like that's fine. Like that's why it's like a seven-five. It's like this game is is good. It's yeah. totally playable, fun, but it's not really doing anything special. So it's not you know a Portal or a Half-Life or you know an Uncharted even. It's like not really up in that upper echelon of yeah. the very best games it's out long, there. It's long, right? Yeah, it's super long. That's the other thing. It's like you. People were. I gave it an eight in replayability. First of all, listeners, stop looking at those breakdown scores. We hate those breakdown scores. <laughs> we're going to be removing them soon. We hate uh, giving a, 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 a score to the graphics that's yeah. different from the overall game and the presentation. What does presentation even mean? We don't even know. Yeah. Stop looking at the breakdown scores. <laughs> we hate doing them. Stop looking at the scores in general. Read the text. Yeah. Um, and so people were like, you said it's a very long game, but you only scored it an 8 in replayability. Why didn't it score higher? <laughs> Dude, what's the problem? Like, yeah. 8 is a very high score. It's impressive. I know. It's, it's impressive like, replayability. It's not like Unlike a Halo, Unlike the game overall. High five. <laughs> Bam. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, just, it's very amusing to me that people would be upset that I... I said a game is good. Even I, the games, even the games producer was like bitching on Twitter about this, which I actually, I mean, I actually thought that was really unprofessional, unprofessional of him. He posted several posts in a row bitching and complaining about IGN's review of the game. It's like, well, have you gotten, ever gotten emails from producers? Not from producers. I've no. gotten an email from a producer Jesus. before. I will not name names, but this person was like, blah blah blah. They were complaining about a very particular wording of one yeah. sentence, and um, I got a, an email from that that brand's PR person uh, afterwards saying, I'm so sorry that person emailed you. That's not cool. La, 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 la. But yeah. I thought it was interesting. I, yeah. I wasn't like pissed. I thought it was just an interesting like view into... Laughed. Yeah, <laughs> urinated on my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> took, a took a photo of you laughing and emailed it back to him. NP. There's your response. Yeah. And yeah. then you uh, lit a cigar with one of the $100 bills you were paid to <laughs> by give the it a bad yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you should have prefaced this whole thing with uh, the airing of grievances mm -hmm. um, you know, title. But. Oh, no, I, I don't have grievances about this. I, I find this highly amusing. Sounds like you have grievances. Um, Yesterday you responded to the readers in the comments. Yeah, I let them know that I was eating a uh, Snickers ice cream bar. <laughs> <laughs> was it free? Uh, it was, yeah. I didn't pay a cent for it. Oh, nice. Um, mm -hmm. hat, Snickers hat. Paid for by Namco Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is coming no, it, was Sony, it, was, it, was, it was Sony. The God of War people were like, oh, you got to give. Give uh, give our God of War clone, give Konami's God of War clone a terrible score. So I did. I gave it a seven five. Wow, yeah. So I figured out a lot of the the, the upset people are in, are Europeans in over in the UK. Well, uh, how'd you figure that out? Well, so the, Tracking the, IPs? the developer is uh, the developer is, is a European developer. For some reason, there's this mentality that like look out for your own. Yeah, they like they like uh, huddle around their own developers. I think. Yeah. Um, and also they were they were bitching and bitching and complaining that we gave Halo Reach a ten. But we did not give Halo Reach a 10. We gave it a 9.5. But our UK guys reviewed it and gave it a 10. So they were oh, like, did they? that's what they were thinking. Oh. We're also doing away with that dumb system, too, of doing separate reviews in the UK and, and the US. We're just going to be having one, one review. One review to rule them all in the, in, the, in the near future. So anyway, Castlevania Lords of Shadow is good. And I recommend you play it.
There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> but, but just not for very long. <laughs> I mean, it's a long game. Because it only has an 8 in replayability. I'm intimidated by how long it is. Yeah, it is very, very long. It's like, I don't want to commit that it's much like, time to it. It's like, you know, 20-hour game. And wow. then there's, like, backtracking and, and, you know, going back to, like, previous levels to complete challenges and stuff. Yeah, it's a super long game. Yeah. No. That's, that's why I, said, I even mentioned that review. It's like, if you like this type of game, this is going to be a great investment for you. Like, if, if you're, like, you know, a, a teenager or whatever, you can't buy every game that you want. Like, this game's going to last you a really long time, so... That's the thing. All we can do is talk about a game from our perspective. Exactly. And like, you know, your review is a good example of of thinking about what the other perspectives may may be and writing to those people as well. So you're saying, here's my personal feeling about this game, but hey, if you're this kind of gamer, this is really going to be a plus for you and stuff. So I don't know. People just get we get crazy. It's true. <laughs> Jerks. Man. <laughs> uh, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock is also out. I I won't lie. I don't know the score on this one. Uh, I think it got a 6-0. Six zero okay, okay. across the board from Arthur Geese. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every version got a six zero. I think this is the uh, change of pace for the Guitar Hero franchise that tries to add a fantasy, medieval fantasy narrative. That I found really bizarre. That's yeah. Well, I've always wanted to transform in this game. I've always said <laughs> I wish I was some kind of lizard man right now. Just like <laughs> playing music with with uh, you know an instrument controller just doesn't really. It always felt like it was missing something. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I here here's um, I'll sum up uh, Arthur's review. By quoting it. Right here. From a confused set list that doesn't jibe with the game's heavy metal aesthetic to wildly varying difficulty and a lack of accessibility that might make it the hardest Guitar Hero game in recent memory, I was left with a final question that I was nabl- never able to answer. Why Warriors of Rock is here? Money. Yeah. Well, you needed yeah. a Guitar Hero. <laughs> I, don't, this, I, don't, I don't know where it'll go from Yeah, the, uh, the Wii version went up a little later simply because the Wii version has a, a big mode that's not in the other version. It's the, you can sync up your DS yeah. and play the roadie uh, Which apparently thing. is kind but of even, fun. Yeah, apparently. I'm, like, I'm reading uh, uh, Clements wrote, so yeah, I'm having a great time with it. I think Jack, you know, Have you played it. it before? I have played it, and, and it's, it's really cool. I enjoy it too, but it's old too. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> yeah, it's old from the last version, but and then the they added threw in, they threw in four oh. more. No, it was only last year. No, but it was in Band Hero as well. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then they added four player. So four four DSs can sync up and, and <gasps> so you can have four teams, which is actually kinda cool. So if you have a if you're actually using this as your party game, if you're actually, you know, playing Guitar Hero with four people, if if there are more people out there and they have DSs, hey, sync up your things and we got some really cool mode here that no one else can do. I think that's kinda cool. Wasn't enough to raise the score to 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 to, to a higher thing because the because the general experience was kinda it's kind yeah. of a mess of yeah. So are we all there now? Like for a while, I remember Geddes was the tip of the sword on just being burned out on music games. Is everyone there now? Are oh, we all I'm, just done I've with been this? there for a while. I will play it um, at a New Year's Eve party at my friend's place. That's, it, that's the band. one time? That's your he, one? He's invested in rock band, so I, I don't really kind of get the whole Guitar Hero experience because that's the only one I play is rock band. Hmm. And not by choice. It's his choice. Well, my whole thing was I'm not over music games. I'm over music games as they stand, and, and l- until somebody does something cool and new that I don't care like anymore. Like a guitar? is not enough for me. <laughs> DJ Hero is not enough for me. It's just like another peripheral of the same old thing. Now, Dance Central is different and new, and I'm excited about but that's, I mean, that's a music rhythm game, which is doing something different with, um, being, with using the Kinect. Isn't it hard to picture get us playing dance central it's n- near impossible <laughs> <laughs> i was like huh? yeah now, here's the thing so you're you're gonna buy that one i probably won't buy it well i haven't even played it yet right so i'm gonna try it so out what would you score it um seven five maybe <laughs> i don't know that's a score Piss i give score. everything I, know. I don't know i mean i i'm curious about it uh 
There was some controversy about the Taliban. Taliban. Uh, controversy is how I Controversy? You. Yeah, pronounce it. The wrong syllable there. Uh, Taliban in Medal of Honor. What? Yeah. And so in the multiplayer mode, we were going to be able to play as the Taliban and shoot American soldiers. Finally, Greg, high five. Yeah. I've been saying, it's, somebody's got to put them in their place for a while. They've been getting an easy ride over there yep. with their goddamn <laughs> Alabama music and sweet homes. And get out of here. Come on now. It's time to let my freak flag fly. <laughs> Taliban rolls in at a giant mech. just like, man, here comes the space nuke. Uh, well, don't get too excited there. Ah, damn it. Why'd you get me all the juice stuff? Sorry, Greg. No, now you're going to be playing as... Uh, the opposing force. Oh. So dumb. Not Fox the Taliban. News wins. Okay. Not the Taliban. All right. Uh, Electronic Arts apparently caved to the controversy. The what? The controversy. Oh. I don't get this joke. That's just how British people say it. Okay. They don't really say controversy. Con- controversy. Yes, they do. <laughs> British people, uh, let me let me know. Email us. Call Ryan at... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the code is one-third cracked, people. You can crack the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so all they did is just change the name of uh, of the multiplayer Which is team, dumb. and it only applies to the multiplayer game. In the single player, there's, you're still gonna be there's still gonna be the Taliban soldiers, but you play as as, as U.S. forces, of course. Um, so yeah, there you go. Such a dumb cosmetic change. Yeah. Why even bother? Just tell us it, 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 it. Are they changing the uniforms? Nope. They're just changing the name on a little. Yes. Now they're just the not bar. called the Taliban. They're called the opposing force. Okay. This is the same BS. I feel so much better now. Playing six days in Fallujah, <laughs> my most anticipated game of 2008. Still Eight? waiting. <laughs> it's supposed to be 2009. Isn't it? I don't care. Um, oh, the, there was uh, so GameStop wasn't going to be selling this game on military bases, right? Do you remember, you remember yeah, hearing about that? Yeah. So maybe now that. Maybe now they would. Now, yeah, now that they're just an opposing force that's shooting people in the head, shooting know, American soldiers it, that, in the face. When you put it that way, that sounds crazy, right? Yeah, right. It's not okay for the Taliban to shoot American soldiers. It's okay for an opposing force. I'm going to play it just to, just so I can scream at people on the Taliban. On the Taliban. Hey, I tricked you. I'm not really an opposing force at all. I'm the Taliban. Here comes my mech. Oh, the Taliban's got some awesome technology. They do. Greg's mind. <laughs> I've only seen Iron Man. I'm basing it all. <laughs> um, anybody, uh, any of you guys are a Beyond Good and Evil fan? I I played it in the beginning. I did not play in it at all. In the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You played? You what, started it but didn't finish it? On the GameCubes, yeah. Mm. Me too. Yeah, but you didn't finish it. Mm. Oh, you guys weren't really into it then. I mean, you know. It was fun. Whatever. There's a pig. Stick, stick pictures. Well... They're bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> so you can start playing it again and then not finish it all In HD. <laughs> In HD, yeah. Yes. Uh, they, you saw it, right? Yeah, I played it. How'd it look? Good. Yeah. Uh, it was like really or evil. really crisp, very clear, but uh, there was a little framey. I didn't know if it's just like that's the way the game is or if they're still working on <laughs> it's by, it. It's by design. I mean, I don't know. it's been seven years since I've played that game. I don't know. Actually, it was really hard to like jump back into it in the middle of the game. I was like, "How does this game work? What's this game all what about?" Going on, man? Uh, but in case you don't know, this is a sort of a third-person uh, adventure game made by what's the guy's name? Uh, Michael Ansel. Michael Ansel, the Rain- Michael Winslow, creator of uh, Rayman. <laughs> uh, it was and has- King Kong. Oh, um, Peter Jackson's King yeah, Kong. Peter yeah. King Kong. Uh, it has a lot of uh, gameplay elements in common with uh, Legend of Zelda, like lots of puzzle dungeons and. Yeah, that's that's that's. Yeah, that game's for kids. Anyway, that's coming out next year from Ubisoft. Beyond Good and Evil HD coming to XBLA and PSN. 
but no Wii. No, no, no. It was on, it was big it's on called, the GameCube, and that's the thing. It's like oh, Craig. It's called be. Beyond Good and Evil HD. Oh, all right. Maybe the right. 3DS. Sure. That's not HD either. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Speaking it though, technically? Of... Hmm? Is it not though? Technically? Not even. It's like oh, 480p. No. Okay. It's like 400 by 200 or something. Huh. Kids oh. toy. Yeah. Speaking of the 3DS. Yes. We have a uh, release date and price for they Japan. They finally revealed it. For Japan. Yeah. This fall uh, and reasonable. <laughs> you think? Yeah. So you think the price is reasonable? No, no. No, this fall. this fall and reasonable. I was doing the opposite of what the real answer is. <laughs> Please try to keep up, David. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm sorry. Go back to Taliban jokes. <laughs> mm, February 16th in Japan for what the amount of yen translates to $300, yeah. but it won't be that expensive when it comes out here. No. I don't think so. Um, you thought it would be out here in uh, in Japan in November? Yes. That's what you were guessing? I, was, I, I put down that I, I think it was going to come out the first week of November. They were. I was going by the mentality of the DSi XL and the DSi regular came out around that same time in Japan. Mm. But it, it's not, it doesn't translate over because apparently they're afraid they're not going to be able to sell or have enough to sell if yeah. they released it this year. So they pushed it to next year. It vibrated. There's nothing here, though. That, yeah. Oh, maybe it was yeah. me else. Well, I got screwed. There, yeah. I touched the home button. <laughs> I won. I won the bet. Yeah. You owe me your life, Greg Miller. <laughs> that was the bet. No, it's your life. I never used it. You <laughs> no, win your I... life back. Um, so, but that's really all the news that we, that came out. It's supposed to come out here in March in Europe, but they didn't even say anything about North, North America. America. No, they did. They, they said, confirmed they said that March, also. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's some interesting stuff America, about like, the Mii. Yeah, some cool things that. like technology-wise. Uh, you, you'll be able to do stuff like they can do on the Xbox 360 and the PS3 where you're in the middle of a game, hit the home button and do a little bit of multitasking. Mm. I think in this case, you can uh, go, you know, pull up some stats or even go online with the with the web browser, hmm. which is kind of cool. You don't have to quit while the game, game is on. While the game is on, so you can look up game help. Yeah, maybe that'd be awesome. Hmm. Do we know? I think this was speculated in your piece that um, it might have a pedometer built into yeah, it. Yeah, so they said that that was one of the stats you can pull up how many steps you've taken with the system, and it's like, well, they need to have a pedometer to do that, and you know, they already have the tech with the uh, personal trainer walking and the Poke Walker thing. Mm-hmm. They probably just threw that in there. So, uh, you know, so because they, they want you to carry the system with you at all times. And that's kind of a cool idea, I think. What's funny, Greg? You no, got a no, funny no, idea no. in your head. No, I know, I know. I'm fine. <laughs> Is it PSP related? <laughs> no, it's Taliban related. <laughs> uh, feel free to share with the class. All right, so they, he'd be, they'd, be, they'd, they'd come up on the one Taliban guy and be like, oh, I'm giving up. I'm sorry. And then he'd go, aha, I'm not an opposing force. I'm the Taliban. And you see those mountains behind me? Those are robot boobs. And this giant <laughs> robot sits up and starts swiping at him. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Guess is disgusted. Yeah, it was giant. Ro- he had me up until he said the word boobs. Real giant boobs, not it's just so vulgar. Yeah. yeah, they'd be robot boobs. Oh. They're just covered in sand. That's how they hide them. Oh, I see. Or dirt, or whatever. I don't know. It's a little bit of snow on top. Uh, Nipple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we might know about more. 3DS games that we know about any other like God yeah then yet before any other system like before launch yeah it's like there's so, been so many 3DS games and announced. we still have five more months to go somewhere there's some guy in the bottom of the Nintendo headquarters just like slowly converting <laughs> everything to 3D yeah. like oh god we don't really know of any like Western announcement because this was a Japanese announcement uh, early in the week mm-hmm. so the, there's still Western developers working on stuff that we don't know about 
at E3, they, they showed uh, DJ Hero, but that wasn't yeah. even shown at the press conference in Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, one yeah. interesting thing is that they did say that they plan to have more third, third-party launch support than, yeah. than ever before for yeah. a Nintendo launch, right? So Yeah, so that, 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 that's one of the reasons why they're pushing is give third parties enough time to work on the system and make them, make them good. But the thing is, they have to put money into that. You know, it's like they're making the developers put more money into their development cycle just to make them good um, instead of, you know, a lot of developers are having a hard time justifying the cost of their games versus how much it's going to cost to develop and whether or not it's going to sell enough to justify how much money they put in. Do we know if uh, 3DS games are going to cost more than DS they games? They haven't announced any prices on what the 3DS, but I would hope that it's going to be what the maximum of the regular DS stuff is, is thirty nine ninety nine because it's still a handheld mentality, Yeah, you know? Um, it's a handheld, so people are expecting. Yeah, people don't want to pay fifty dollars for no. a handheld game. Yeah, I think a lot of games are going to be downloadable only on the 3ds. Really? Yeah, because cartridges still cost a lot. It's just it's not Nintendo style though. No, but this seems to be a lot. They're putting a lot of focus on the online experience, not in the sense that you know online gameplay, but being able to download games invisibly or you know transparently. You have your system set up on your 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 what your bedside table or whatever and like overnight they'll download hey these are available why don't you grab something you know for 200 points or something like that mm. i think it's gonna be a lot of that mm-hmm. so think about the wii they nintendo doesn't have a big like holiday casual game this year do they uh man like what fling smash Oh, you think that's yeah. going to be a big well, gigantic sell? Okay, I'm going to text my mom real okay. quick. She's going to want to pick that up. They're, they're in, they're, they're, they haven't announced it fully yet, but that's the Wii Remote Plus game. They're actually going to bundle the new remote in with that game. With Fling Smash? With Fling Smash for forty nine ninety nine. And that's, you know, a Wii Remote is thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. The Wii Motion Plus is or 20 bucks. so that's 50 They're so basically they're going to, to give a, that game away. To try and do another Wii Play. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, we right. Yeah, uh, And so, in Wii Motion, or the Wii, Mo- Wii Remote Plus is coming out this year in the U.S. Well, they haven't announced it yet, but yeah. they, the the salespeople over at Nintendo snuck out that box. That's what it looks like. Oh my god! So it's the same size as the Wii Remote. Yeah, it's a Wii Remote. It just but, ha- now yeah. has the Motion Plus tech in it. And the only difference vi- uh, visually is the, a little bit of text on the bottom of the thing that's in a half circle. You see that? Yes. On this bottom? Yeah, I can see that. That's not on the regular one. Let me see. But yes, it's the Wii Motion Plus tech, and you knew it was oh, coming. Yeah. yeah this. Oh well, yeah. Tr- have you ever tried to play like a regular classic NES game with a Wii Remote, with a Wii Remote Plus, okay. Wii Motion Plus on all there? Time. It's kind of cl- clunky. You have yeah. to take that thing off. You do not do that all the time, Greg. I know. Um, I still don't see Fling Smash being. I mean, no, I don't know. No, I don't think that's. A very and I don't. Good game and either. I really don't see the Wiimote Plus being huge either, because there just aren't that many games that use that. I think they're not only that, but that that casual, like that super they're casual Wii market. That. They don't care they don't about. Know. They don't else. know. Yeah. yeah. My parents are, have a Wii, mm-hmm. and I told them, "Hey, this you know, there's this new game coming out. You know, that that uses this Wii Motion Plus. You're really gonna like it. Blah blah. blah. You should try yeah. it out. They tried it out. They hated it. They like the old Wii style. That's not like you mm-hmm. know one to one." or whatever right. they like they like the old the old style so and they don't, actually, don't care about this if what you game look was at it? i think it was Wii sports resort okay yeah if you look at what the the lineup yeah it's mostly catering to the harder core so you, you got, got the kirby, Tron- and kirby and Donkey Kong. country and like even the third party stuff like goldeneye and epic mm-hmm. mickey those are not casual games uh, they, they don't have any they don't have a Wii play or a Wii sports no. resort or a Wii so Fit. they've pretty much played out that entire thing i mean oh well there there is Wii party that comes out this weekend. That's true. That's true. So that's true. I haven't reviewed it. We did, we did play it um, so I could do the review. I could see and that it's, being. It's all right. I, I could see that selling very, very well. Yeah. That's it basically has, Mario Party without Mario. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It really is all it is. It's, we, it's Mario Party without Mario. Why make a Mario Party without, without Mario? Because yeah, I don't busy. think it was Hudson that made it. It wasn't Hudson that made it. It was well, NBQ. So Nintendo could do whatever they want. With yeah, it, that's right? true. Like, I mean, I don't know. 
Anyway, maybe do they think that 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 casual audience want, would rather play with the the Wii brand? They're, they or probably want their, their Mies. Mies yeah. more, that's more important than the my Mario characters. Don't care about. I don't know if it's more important, but it certainly they, they needed a, they needed another game within that staple of Wii whatever. So you know the the Wii we play the Wii Sports the the Wii music. You know that that environment. Uh, yeah. They would need another game in that environment, and so that's what this is. I see. They, there is already a Wii, uh, Mario Party on the Wii. Yeah. That Do you think that again. Nintendo is working on um, Super Mario Galaxy game for the next Wii console right now? Uh, they're working on one, but maybe it's for 3DS. That's what I was going to say. A Mario Galaxy 3DS could be awesome. Yeah. Because but that would that would be awesome. When do you think the next consoles come? The next Nintendo home console. Well, coming? that's the other thing. The, this the system's coming out in February, and I think 3DS. once the, yeah, 3ds once that's out February and then March, then E3 rolls around, then they can start touting the sales figures for that, and they're like, oh, and by the way, now we're ready to announce the the next week. So you're saying Three. E3? So E3 2011. They're so, going to announce. We have so petered out. They need to do something. Yeah. And, and even if it's just like an announcement of the revolution like they did last time, it was like, oh, we have a revolution. And then they didn't say anything for an entire year. Um, I think that's probably what's going to happen. If the Wii is petered out now, though, like yeah. E3 is nine months away. Right. Like, yeah, it, it has. It's, they it's, it's petered out, but it's still selling really yeah. well. Yeah. There's, there's only a, a key set of uh, titles coming out this year, first and third party. But, and the only big title that they've revealed for next year is Zelda. It's like hopefully there's a lot more than that. Um, but uh, who knows? I, I would think that they're most of the focus is on 3ds, and they're kind of quietly, you know, putting the Wii, you know, behind the scenes. And then uh, the, when E3 rolls around, they're gonna have uh, the Wii tries to, to come out on stage, and they're like, no, 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 no. You have a special presentation <laughs> in a little bit. They need to reveal the the, the special thing about the next Wii. They've it would they've be, hinted that there's something going on with the next Wii that's special, but they haven't said it. What it is? It's just gonna be a, a Hanafuda card trading game. <laughs> It would be very amusing if uh, Zelda Skyward Sword ends up getting pushed to the next console. I think they should, because nobody really is that excited about this next Zelda. I mean, I'm not saying nobody is, but the excitement level about this next Zelda game isn't as high as it's been in the past. I would agree. Mm. I would agree with that. Uh, Greg, remember your good friend Naughty Bear. Oh, yes. Now you can take it with you wherever you go. Thank God. On the iPhone. Oh, good. I'm sure it runs really well there, right? And everything. They fixed everything, right? That one's perfect. It's a different game on the iPhone. Oh, okay. So what was it like on console? Bad. Remind us. It was very bad. So wait, you gave it, wait, what, a 7.5? 7. 7. 7. David, before you announce a real what the game is on the iPhone, I'm yeah. going to guess it's going to be a tower defense game. You're wrong. Oh. It's a uh, violent Pac-Man. God, really? <laughs> yeah. He, Naughty Bear runs around in a maze, and then and the other bears chase him. And when he eats like a power pellet, then he gets weapons like golf clubs and machetes that he can chase down the bears and hack them up with. I think a tower for a limited game time. Been better. You know, at least they haven't given up on this franchise. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Showed so much promise. All right, you guys initially said you didn't want it, but now. <laughs> wow, so what did, what did Levi give that one? Four or five. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Isn't that what I you just gave? Can't, uh, or, it was I like gave, a 4 or 4 I, gave, five, I think right? I gave it a 2-5 on PS3 and oh, a 3 Jesus. on 360. That low, wow. That game was awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now comes the time on GameScoop when we give away free stuff. Ooh. Yeah! Sergeant Michael Renner has a, uh, a code for a 13-month Xbox Live Gold subscription That's here. That's more than a year. He would like to share with you listeners. And this is good it's because they're just... Dozen. In just a couple months, they're going to raise the price of Xbox <gasps> Live. So uh, now thanks to Sergeant Michael Renner... Uh, you'll be able. He's fighting be, opposing forces. I'm sure somewhere across the globe. Opposing forces. Right uh, you'll be you'll be good for uh, the next year or so. So here's a code. Uh, listeners, act quickly enough. You can get 13 months of Xbox Live Gold subscription for free. Here we go. H B Y P F 
GYC97DQQVCFB82HC6XJM. Whoever gets the code, make sure you send good vibes to Sergeant Michael Renner and uh, let us know if the let us know who uh, who's who's the lucky recipient. Do you think there are people who like scrub through the podcast just yes. to find the giveaway section? Yesterday, it's really hard to find. Yesterday, I recorded the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast, and we we're giving away the two thousand points. And what I did was I separated the codes out. I said I'm going to read half the code now, and then somewhere down <laughs> the line, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to take that idea. Yeah. We'll do that next time. Uh, we also have something uh, another cool thing to give away. We have four copies of this Dead Rising two magazine it's like a promotional magazine that they made uh to go along with the game it's called zq and it's like an actual like glossy uh what 43 page magazine with like fake articles about that i don't know i guess the idea is this is a magazine you might find in the world of the game yeah in fortune city they're like ads for zombrex and uh you know there's like dating services for zombies and I don't know. There's lots of cool stuff. It's it's a, character it's an, profiles. It's a good and, visual gag. There's yeah, a lot of cool like, stuff in there. It's like it's like, it's actually really well done. There's a lot of cool artwork in here. So anyway, we have, we have four copies of this magazine, ZQ magazine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna give them away to four listeners. Greg, explain how the listeners can win these copies. Obviously, when you're playing through Dead Rising, uh, you are earning two. Dead Rising 2, or, or Dead Rising 1, but this is only open to Dead Rising 2 people. Yes. You're playing through Dead Rising 2, you know, you're earning experience, and you're getting PP points. <laughs> PP, prestige <laughs> points, deep. they call them. Uh, and at the end, there's leaderboards you can go to from the main menu and see how you stack up against the competition. What we want you to do is go to those leaderboards and take a picture of your score. You have to have it, you know, you can say, find me in the rankings or whatever. Yeah, my score. Yeah. and then My PP. A, yeah, show, show, and then we want you to show us your PP. <laughs> yes. We want to see your PP. <laughs> and we want you to email that photo. Oh, why that's funny. With, uh, you know, proof that it's you, obviously. Yeah. To gamescoop at IGN.com. And that's the right. four highest player scores yeah, so the, get, uh, get these uh, cool magazines. So we'll say, that we were, what we're saying is the, the listeners, the four listeners with the biggest PPs <laughs> are going to win a copy of ZQ Magazine. Cool. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> if you want, we can have Sam Claiborne sign it. Uh, sh- yeah, that's, yes, that <laughs> is when I think of PP, instantly I destroying its value. Claiborne. That is that mustache. Random. But Anytime yes. somebody thinks of PP, that's what I think. If you so desire, sure. Now Greg's being distracted by the magazine. I'm just paying to give it back. We're done. Once we're done, I was going to give it back. I give it back. Calm down, Dad. Jeez. Send your uh, turn this podcast around, will you? Send your Show PPs. You. I'm not even Greg. I'm the Taliban. <laughs> I tricked you. Too soon. Somebody make a T-shirt of that. <laughs> I'm the Taliban. Oh, I tricked you. <laughs> I just think it should be a shirt that says "opposing force." Oh, it should be the for- front should say "opposing force," yeah. and on the back it says "I'm the Taliban." <laughs> I tricked you. Levante, you're so dumb. Also, uh, we mentioned that Matt Jones was archiving old Matt episodes Jones. of GameScoop uh, on the uh, an IGN blog. He created a my IGN account called GameScoop Archives, and he ha- now has uh, every single Previous GameScoop episode, episodes one through one hundred and seventy-eight, all on one now, we blog don't even post. Pay this That's guy. One, I know it's it's really incredible. It, they're really cool. You can download each one individually, or you can listen to them right in your browser. So what? Very, yeah, it's very cool. Better technology than we got. <laughs> it's awesome. So that's all. That uh, project is completed. Big big props yeah, to uh, well, it's not completed because he's just going to be doing it every. Well, week. I mean, the, yeah. as of now, yeah. I mean, <laughs> up to na- we are up to date right. now. So, any listeners can all find all those uh, old episodes. Just check out a uh, GameScoop user, my IGN user, GameScoop archives. You'll find it all right there. So, what does that break down to? Is the web URL? Isn't it? Uh, I don't know what the my IGN dot com. I think it's people dot IGN. Oh yeah, it might be people dot IGN dot com. Well, the user is Gamescoop Archives, all one word. Yeah, so people.ign.com slash 
GameScoop archives. All right. Yeah. You can always just Google GameScoop archives, my iTunes. It'll get you there. That's sure. what I do for anything on iTunes. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Tyler Dansby did. Tyler says... He's written in before. Really? Recognize yeah. the name? Tyler says, I have a rather impossible task to ask of you. I am a junior in high school. I am in AP English. Our teacher has assigned us a persuasive essay about a topic we can truly connect with. So I immediately decided to bestow upon myself the challenge of writing an essay on why the PSP is a great handheld platform. Well, good luck. That Obviously, is an battle, Tyler. <laughs> I do not feel it's a great platform, oh, okay. but I want to write my essay on it nonetheless. I know this might hurt your brains, but please tell me some good things the PSP has going for it. Greg Miller. Oh, well, first off, are we allowed to dial it back and just say it's a good handheld platform? <laughs> it is a good, I think it's a good handheld platform. It is. Platform. I would agree with you. All right, good. Oh. There you go. In fact, I'll let you continue. Yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, you... what you would go for, I mean, I would pair it against the DS or, and just say it's a. I, if I ever get trapped in an argument at a bar about this, it's quality versus quantity kind of things. Yes, DS gets a gajillion games, you know what I mean? But I feel the majority of PSP games that we get that aren't a movie tie-in are pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Valkyria Chronicles 2, I'm over 50 hours into Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, I'm more than 60 hours into. Like, these are games that, granted, you don't know, we own, what, you get like... PSP fans like me, we get geez, five or six <laughs> quality, awesome games a year, but they're games that last a really long time. You know what I mean? Oh. Like About the time I was like, alright, I'm kind of slowing down on Peace Walker. I'm at 65 hours. I'm to the point where I need other players. Valkyria came out and was huge and is a really deep game. They just released 22 missions for five bucks. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. You figure God of War is still coming up. That's cool. If you want to go and be super hardcore about it, you can you know, get a free program that'll uh, crunch videos into the format needed for the PSP. So you can just put all these videos on if you had a whole bunch of stuff off the internet, like IGN Game Scoops and, or like TVs. I like to put those on there. Uh, I would I like would that. go one a step further and say it's a great hackable system. That's true. Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no, being, no, that's fine. I'm being, I'm being I'm being totally serious. You know how like the, the iPhone has that jailbreaking market. Yeah. Now you can add so, so so many things on the iPhone that way, but it lacks buttons. So like you know if you wanted to do emulations and stuff like that, yeah. it's not a very good platform to do that. The PSP, you know, it's gray area uh, for all those emulations out there, but it's got a lot of them. It's got a huge homebrew uh, market out there. Sure. So yeah, there's lots um, of I would think you know that that's the gray area. I, but that's what I've taken one of my 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 PSPs and I've done that and it's pretty <clears> awesome. Also, it looks better. <laughs> you think it's just like sexier? Just like I'm talking about the screen. Like graphically, it's better. Yeah. Uh, the sound is better. The, gra- the, the the graphics are better. Uh, I think the overall, like Greg was saying, the overall quality of the marquee games is better than the overall quality of the marquee games on the DS. So um, those are that's a plus. You also, go. you will never see a game on the PSP that says plus cats at the end of it. <laughs> whereas whereas on the DS, you will. The whole, I don't know. Homebrew. Homebrew plus totally cats. <laughs> All right, yeah, homebrew. Would you turn the corner on firmware if everyone was firmware plus cats? And yeah, sure. Like cats yeah. played while you can, yep, that, you can, oh, If there were cats playing while the firmware updated, oh, I, would, I would be very happy. You can put a, a cat as your wallpaper in the PSP. That is true. So Yeah, you can customize. PSP is more customizable. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um... There's yeah. a lot of good things to say about it, but in terms of like support and stuff like that, it's just not a, yeah. you know, like retail support. It's just kind of a uh, dead system. If you like Japanese RPGs and like turn-based strategy games, there's a lot of them for <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the place to be for the PSP. All right, this is from Jenna. She says, "Hey there, my name is Jenna. I love oh. your show." Sorry. 
What's the matter? There's a picture. We're going to get a picture <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Can you give me a little bit of a preview of what we're going to see, uh, Greg? There, there was a tan in <laughs> You need, a, you need a pedestal to block the... No, the, I can't uh, see on the back. Damon, since I've made the joke about that, Damon hides <laughs> pictures in the frame. All right. <laughs> All right, can Jenna continue? I guess. She says, you guys get me through the workday with great laughs and wonderful game advice. I want to say a specific hello to Damon. Uh, here we go. I heard you telling your story about the girl you met in a restaurant and how you and her had a great time. But the curious thing was, when you were describing her, you were describing me. <gasps> I thought maybe I had blacked out and gone on a date with my favorite podcast host. <sighs> Unfortunately, this girl... You're, why will you not yeah. allow me this one thing? She's fine. You can have this one Jesus, thing. Jesus, you're ahead. so mean to me. <laughs> Unfortunately, this girl with uh, with light brown skin, curly dark hair, tends to look smoking hot and with librarian-style glasses lives in Pennsylvania. It was amusing to me and a great romantic story. Maybe another time, damn it. Keep up the great work. By the way, Greg Miller is awesome. Your wild energy and great sense of humor keeps the show exciting. All right, cool. I hope to hear more of you on this podcast. <laughs> oh, you will. <laughs> she didn't send a picture of herself, though, huh? No, she did not send a picture of herself. Maybe she's an opposing force. You don't know. This is, this is what we deal with every <laughs> they day. They infiltrate. She also says, I'm sort of an artist and was wondering if you're still collecting sketches of the sharktopus. Uh, yeah, we're we're always looking for new uh, works of sharktopus. <laughs> do we want to make a special yeah, request though? Like, I mean, type of sharktopus. Yeah, I mean, what do we have? I want to see a sharktopus <laughs> fighting opposing forces. I okay. wanna, can I make another request? <laughs> yes. I want to see a sharktopus opening a treasure chest at the bottom of the sea. Okay. So we'll do whatever, whichever of those you choose okay. to make. You yes. know, whatever your, to, your artistic. You have artistic license, Jenna. Yeah. Do it. You will. So, Greg, do you think he puts like red herring pictures in his stack to make you think oh, that there's some I'd, I'd awesome I'd love to think things. that Damon thought that through. <laughs> Sadly, I know Damon. I don't know why we're friends sometimes. You won't, you won't allow um, me I to I wouldn't slightest. really say we're friends. <laughs> I mean, you know. Acquaintances? This is Jules. Uh, he says, how does the IGN staff feel about the recent shift in development duties on major upcoming titles? Bungie isn't doing Halo. Itagaki isn't doing Ninja Gaiden. Kojima isn't doing Metal Gear Rising. Ninja Theory is now doing Devil May Cry. Infinity Ward is basically a different studio. Uh, blah, 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 blah. To me, personally, I think this is exactly what the industry needs. What do you guys think? Yes, I agree. Yeah, if you're not going to give up on a fran- if you're not going to just do a new game in general and make new franchises, then yeah, pass them off with some fresh blood get in there. Plus, it takes years to make these games. I'm sure these teams get burnout yeah. you know, on the, just making the oh, same yeah. thing. It's, it's it's not anything that's new. It's just happening all in a big cluster. You can list off a whole bunch, but I mean, like Neversoft gave up uh, Tony Hawk a long time ago to work on the Guitar Hero franchise, yeah. and now they're giving that up yeah. to work on something else. That's good you for know? them. That's yeah. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a huge Bungie and Halo fan, but uh, it was time. I mean, yeah. you know, how, how much longer are we going to keep doing this, right? So, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that Bungie's doing something new, and I'm super excited to see what they do. I think it'll reinvigorate them as a studio. <clears throat> uh, this is Dan Man. Dan Man. Uh, he says, I need some help with a grudge I've been holding for years now. I have refused to buy anything Sony since 2003, and here is why. Yeah, fanboy hate. I am a former member of the United States Marine Corps and was deployed to Kuwait in early 2003. My platoon and myself were in Kuwait for several months in the middle of the desert with nothing to do but train and play video games. We had brought a PS2 and original Xbox, but during a rather serious sandstorm, the tent that my platoon was staying in was knocked over, and to our dismay, both systems were destroyed. We wrote letters to both Microsoft and Sony, asking for replacement systems, explained what had happened, and also offered to pay for the replacements. A few weeks later, we received a package from Microsoft containing two new Xboxes, along with several controllers, quite a few games, and a letter enclosed signed by members of Microsoft's team wishing us well. All free of charge. A few days after that, we got a letter from Sony saying that we would be able to purchase a new PlayStation when we returned to the States, but since they were not responsible for the damage, there was nothing (laughs) they could do. My question is, should I forgive Sony and break down and buy a PS3, or should I stick to my guns and continue my boycott? 
Well, here, I well, mean, the boycott. You were expecting to pay for it anyway, so I don't really understand I mean, because they were, you know, dicks about it. Uh, just compared to Microsoft, Microsoft was nice, mm-hmm. and but comparatively, Sony were dicks. And but but that, you know, if both of them said, "Oh, you know, you're going to, have to pay for it, whatever," then there's no. Why would you boycott? I don't really understand. I, can't, I don't think you can boycott somebody for not sending you free yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, where that's my thing. If they came to your house and yeah. stole your television, or if, if there was the ulterior motive of getting it for free. If he was expecting to get it for you simply because he's in the in the But he uh, offered Marines. to pay for it. Right. Um, he says, P.S., if you would like to give me a call and discuss this further, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I would love to hear Greg Miller's take on this. He has his phone number here. Uh, can I ask a question? Does he <laughs> own... oh, I mean, don't feel like you don't feel obligated. <laughs> Does but... he own guns? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he was in the uh, – he was a Marine. I mean. What was his name? Dan Mann. Dan Mann. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you going to call him? Yeah, sure. There he is. I love that we were calling a Marine after making Taliban jokes for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but he was in Kuwait. Yeah. I don't want to die. Well, you would, I guess, block Are we still number. recording? I'm trying, I'm trying to... Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, why would we... I don't know, because there's nothing going on right now. Well, Greg is calling our friend Dan Mann. All right. Trying to navigate the labyrinth of the IGN phone system. <laughs> How many people do you think call him Dan the Man? He probably requests that they do. Yeah. Yeah, get get your yeah, get your mic up close to the phone there. We've tried to call so many people on the podcast and nobody ever answers. Because they were working. It's lunch. I'm just saying. He told us to call him. Hey, Mr. Call, leave me a message. Leave a voice message. <laughs> Press one. Or just wait for the tone. Uh, Dan man, hello. This is Jeff Rubenstein of the PlayStation blog. Uh Greg Miller from IGN passed off an email that you had had some troubles with uh, PlayStation 2 back in the... I'm just kidding! <laughs> this is the Taliban opposing force and we got you! That's why it is get nothing! Blah, blah! That was what I was going to say. Yeah, well. That was did, what? did the letter from Sony come in broken English? Did it make sense? Opposing forces probably intercepted <laughs> they it. Intercepted. Pocketed the PS2s for themselves. And used them to so, make weapons. Because yeah, exactly. the PS2 can launch nuclear never, yeah, weapons. Never have I been more glad that our building has like three layers of security. <laughs> yeah, that joke will make no sense until he listens to the podcast. But. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, you didn't even like, didn't even call yourself as Greg Miller. Uh, yeah, uh, someone is yelling at me that they're the Taliban on my voice. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you'll know your voice, even from the start. Uh, I, I thought I did a good This has happened so many times now that we've called people and they don't answer. That's, we now, should stop doing it. Now I hope, well, I kind of hope that nobody ever answers and we just continue leaving voicemails for people. <laughs> Random people across the country. Uh, this is Theo. Uh, he says, uh, I've got a question of morals, ethics, or whatever you want to call it. Recently, my Xbox got the three red lights. I called Xbox. I was told it would cost $150 to repair it. My question is, should I eat the cost and buy a Slim, or should I swap it at my local Walmart? I found the serial number sticker comes off. Making a swap pretty easy to get away with. I realize this may seem like an asshole move, but the way I think of it... I've been an Xbox supporter from the very beginning, and I just graduated college and have next to no cash. Also of note, I assume since I would do it at Walmart, there's really no victim, considering it's a huge corporation. Thanks in advance for your advice. Nice mentality. What is he saying he's going to do with the serial number? I don't he can swap the serial if number. If you yeah. take the serial number off, he's it, saying it needs it's to like, match a, the box. like a white sticker, yeah. right? 
Yeah. So then what? What are you replacing it yeah, with? Yeah. What's he gonna replace gonna it with the old into, system? He's gonna take it in to return it. Right. And they're gonna say, "Give your receipt." Blah blah. And then I guess he has a receipt for the uh, other one. Yeah. No, yeah. it's like a launch system. No, or you, well, no, you buy the new system and it has the new serial number on it, and then so you swap no. out the serial number. Oh, and then you return, and you return the it. one with the yeah. old one on it. It's hmm. very shady and it's not legit. Uh, so oh, it's like, but if he has a launch system, like the new yeah, systems aren't dead. even the same model. No, it's Walmart's not gonna. Yeah, they're gonna be like, but it's a launch system, so it should be grandfathered in. If he it, said, if, but he says not. He called Microsoft and they said they're going to charge. There him to was fix a it. limit on. Was there a limit? There. Yeah. I don't think they'll fix launch systems anymore. Oh, but I mean, you should really just get a slim anyway. I mean, it's, it's going to yeah, just get the slim. And besides, aren't they going to stop selling the, the normal? They, yeah, it's going to eventually go. The to The slims slim are only. really nice. Yeah. I love my three sixty. Yeah, it's slim. great. It's, it's awesome. Nice. Although I always accidentally hit the that, eject that, button. I know that the eject in. It's really easy to turn on and off. But yeah. Other than that. <laughs> it's really nice. So how do you accidentally hit the eject button? I don't understand. It's just really sensitive. It's if you walk within four feet of it, it will it's, not, <laughs> it's not. It's not a button. It's just a touch sensitive. Yeah. So it's like the PS3. Yeah, but the PS3 like, is not as easy to yeah, accidentally turn on. I don't know. Hillary tells you stories about his dog. You know, the nose touching the. Or you were telling me about the about Portillo t- nose touching the. I did not tell the story. Oh. That has never. It's Hillary. Yeah. So like uh, ejecting the drive just by sniffing the system. Maybe that's my problem. I'm sn- I'm sniffing my system too much. <laughs> I'm like Jim Riley. You, you like the, Yeah, you love the smell of your slim. Uh, this is Craig Herman. Oh, I recognize uh, that name. Missouri's Craig Herman. Yeah. Are you guys going to be? He has two questions. Number one: Are you guys going to be playing any multiplayer games with the IGN community during the Extra Life Marathon? I don't have much money, but would gladly donate some if I'm in a chance to play some Halo and chat with the IGN editors. Yes, yeah, so if you donate to my page, I'll play Halo Reach with you. I am planning on doing some Smash Brothers. And I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of mod. Na- I'm going to try to play it in Mod Nation Racers, so I'll be on Smash Brothers. Show. And um, I will play Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light yeah. with you. Oh sure. man, wish I had a code for well, that. Well, actually, I do want to ask you guys, are you guys interested in playing some GoldenEye with me? Because um, that's the only way you this can is going to work. That day? We, ha- well, we have it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I got it for this event, but it's only multiplayer. I'll and play some. So I definitely want to have... I'm a big old fan. All right, cool. Uh, Colin is also doing it. I think uh, pretty much right now, if you reached out to anybody on the page, yeah. on the URL.com slash extra IGN, you can see who's who's playing, donate to him, join our team, and you can also, yeah, then you'd be able to contact people from there and see what they do. I know Colin, if you donate with him, he'll play whatever you want to play. His uh, Craig's second comment is, uh, he, he says, he has an opinion on the latest bathroom activity topic, peeing in the shower. Hmm. While you may I think, missed this discussion. We were talking about this. So we all agree that it's gross to pee in the shower. Yes. But Craig says, while you may think of urination as gross just because it often takes place in a dirty, stinky setting, it really is clean and harmless to your health. Unlike feces. Unless you have some serious kidney problems, urine contains no bacteria or other harmful chemicals or life forms. As long as you're hydrated, it doesn't smell too bad, and doing it in the shower seems totally natural to me. I piss in the shower every goddamn morning, he says. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I've heard this, I don't know if this is an urban legend or, or a rural legend, but apparently you can actually drink your own urine mm-hmm. a couple of times. I don't know what the number is, but like, you know, the first time it's fine. Like if you're out. out in the desert, right? Like you need to drink a liquid, right? You can drink your own urine and you're fine. Maybe do it another time and you're fine. But after it's filtered like a couple of times, it's just so harmful that it'll kill you if you do it a third time. Mm. I don't know if this is true. So if somebody needs to tell me so if they've heard this in the too. Shower, Craig pee. says it's totally har- yeah. harmless. Right, but it can't be always harmless. Like, you would think that after I mean, you... it is waste, right, right. that yeah. you're getting rid of. Did this conversation come up? Uh, like, There's a YouTube video out there from like, South America or something like that. There's actually like a public service uh, TV commercial. Yeah, in Brazil. Says, in Brazil they, yeah. they recommend people yeah. pee in the shower because it saves water. Right. So, I mean, like, did this come because of that? Or <laughs> no, really? but I've heard that before. No, okay. we were talking about... Wow. I forget. Yeah. We were just talking about... 
bathroom. Yeah, stuff. Well, okay. I so here's that... a crazy counterpoint to all this. You you know you hear people complain who are like think that the bathroom's gross and all this, but when they're peeing, that it's splashing a little bit and yeah. kind of getting urine kind of all over your bathroom, little minuscule droplets of it, sure. right? Um, if you pee in the shower, that's not going to happen. Right. It's all going to go straight down the drain and get washed down the drain. It's not going to go. I know somebody who's like, I don't, I hate peeing in the in the the you know Toilet. standing up while I pee in the toilet because. It gets little droplets on my toothbrush. <laughs> my toothbrush is probably getting little droplets. So and I was like, and well. from, from my perspective, I don't make a habit of it, but I will admit that in my own bathroom, in my own shower, I have peed in it. Wow. But I'm not going to go to someone else's house. I'm not going to go into a public shower and pee I, in it. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, I usually just pee in the sink. <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> I have done that too, but not mine. Like, no, I, yeah. like but not mine. I, I think it was at the in the high school, and like I'm like I need to use the bathroom, but the lights didn't turn on. I'm yeah. like, where the hell's the bathroom? I'm like, well, there's a sink. In college, after a party, we were all drunk, and uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, and there was a bat in our bathroom. And I just <laughs> shut the door and pissed in the sink, and went back to bed. Uh, uh, like, done with this. Craig has one final comment. He says, "Nebraska sucks. Don't ever go there." Greg's story is a great example of why it's cold, lonely, and contains nothing of interest. I lived in Omaha for the last year and was a victim of crime four times. Wow. Plus, it's the home of the cornballers or whatever the hell they are. Go to Columbia, Missouri instead. You'll be glad you did. You drive through Nebraska on 80, and there's nothing there. My sister. Your sister's there? She lives in Nebraska. She's just standing outside of 80. (laughs) (laughs) There's a truck stop on the corner of 80. (laughs) There really is nothing there. I couldn't believe it. Uh, This is Hunterman. If you've answered this question, sorry to make it a repeat, but I'm trying to make absolutely certain that the only way to get an NBA Jam for 360 and PS3 is to buy a copy of NBA Elite 11 and then download it from the respective stores. It is has right? changed. Yeah. It has completely changed. They, they pushed you know, NBA Elite 11 to next year, mm-hmm. but they're going to release NBA Jam on the PS, uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 as a standalone thing. They haven't revealed what they're going to do. If it's going to be a retail product, if it's going to be a downloadable pro- product, uh, <laughs> if it's going to have the Wii stuff in it now, or if it's not. Because like, the they Wii now stuff? have two more months. They're going to do it as a holiday release. It was supposed to it's come out. It's very confusing to me. Yeah. So that's, that's how it's changed. Like it's, it, the NBA Elite delay has changed things completely. So now this, it's going to be a standalone. This changes everything. Yeah. Every. <laughs> what was that from? It's from uh, E3. The Sony Sony banners all said oh, changes everything. 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 <laughs> and they put the the T was like a person playing. So you, you let it, it read it literally. It was just everything. So so officially, it's a uh, it's a holiday release, but we don't know if it's going to be a downloadable or or retail product. You will have to pay for it though. It's not going to be part of the NBA Elite experience. He wants to know, what do you think of the Wii getting the full version, while the 360 and PS3 get a downloadable good amount of features online HD version of Jam that can only be played by paying $60 for some game you may not even care to play? Well, I thought that I was annoyed. I I did an editorial about that. Because, you know, EA was like, you know, oh, it's Wii exclusive, Wii exclusive, Wii exclusive, until all of a sudden, like, they, oh, hey, we're just going to port it over to the the PS3 and 360. You're going to get the arcade experience. But the Wii stuff's going to have lots more stuff. But all anyone wants is the arcade experience and online. And that's what the, the HD versions are. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of annoying. Are you liking NBA Jam on Wii? I like it a lot. I'm going to have the review up on Tuesday. Cool. Um, yeah, so I, I, I give it thumbs up so far. Uh, did I hear you say – are you like embargoed on what, what like – The secret characters? Uh, the secret characters are. Uh, of certain secret characters, yes. Are there musicians in there, did I hear you say? There is musicians, and I can say the BC Boys That's, are in I there. heard you say that. That's yeah. awesome. The BC Boys are in there. That totally makes me want to play uh, like Yeah, it. the mas- mascots, NBA mascots are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the, the, the guys that did the uh, the – the soundtrack to NBA Elite 11 are in there, but I don't know who they are. Hmm. Um, I just saw the two guys. I Earth, Wind, and Fire, I believe. Yes. <laughs> no. But yes, there's a lot of secret characters. 
Geddes is zoned out. He's like staring off into space. God, I couldn't care less about sports games. I don't care it's what It's not a sports game. NBA Jam, NBA Jam no, is an arcade care. game. It's, it's not a sports game. It's an arcade game. sports game. I don't care. They're almost as boring as racing games. Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I see what you did there. That's really funny. Geddes is it racing a sport. David's coming out strong. Wait, is that a sports reference? No, it's a game reference. Idiot. This is Jacob. My fiance isn't a gamer, but she does like to play Halo with me. Only problem is I'm tired of playing Halo. I do not personally own a 360, but I own a PS3. How do you play Halo with her if you don't own a 360? A Halo Risk. (laughs) He says, what other Halo-esque games could I play with her, uh, presumably on his PS3? In my opinion, Killzone and Resistance are much more complicated than Halo and may frustrate her. Should I just let her try them out, or is there a better solution? I really like uh, the Rainbow Six Vegas games for playing other people they both have uh vegas one and two both have like split screen is he playing oh there. just okay so they're local i'm assuming they're playing together well, I, I guess i'm assuming i'm if she, if his girlfriend isn't a gamer i'm sure she's not playing online with them remotely that'd but be, she owns awesome. a 360 yeah yeah weird i don't know mm. i don't know little yeah. big planet yeah, you do a little bit. Well, he wants something like Halo, though. Halo, though. Yeah, that's tough. I don't I a, mean... A cooperative shooter that apparently that they can play on three six, Army of Two? Is there a split screen for Army of Two? I don't know. Well, we weren't very much help on that one, no. were we? <laughs> well, his question doesn't make any sense. Okay. We only play one game on let, a system I don't own. Let's blame the victim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that what, that's what they do in let's, SVU all the time. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> this is Matt Pinker. He says, hello, GameScoop crew. Matt here. I have a funny story for that happened in GameStop. Finally. About a week ago, me and my best friend, who will remain unknown... Decided to go to the local mall and see the last airbender before going into the theater. <laughs> this, is a, this is a failed trip already. Before going into the theater, we decided to go into GameStop to see if there were any games we wanted to buy. There were only about three other people in the store and the cashier. I started talking to the cashier because I come to this GameStop often and I have become friends with all the employees. While I was talking, my friend went to the back corner of the store to play the PS3 demo. Now, before I go any further, I should probably let you know that I am a huge practical joker. And I I love to pull pranks on my fire ends. So sometimes they always tend to be watching over their shoulders while I'm around. Sometimes they always do, huh? Now, I hadn't pulled a prank in a very long time. And when I saw my friend friend playing the demo, I decided that I couldn't let this opportunity pass me by. I slowly crept up behind my friend, reached out, and pantsed my friend, revealing his embarrassing bright rid Guitar Hero boxers. (laughs) Thankfully, he didn't freak out on me and got his payback when I was buying popcorn. Hope you enjoyed the story. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a a gap in the, the story here. These guys go to the mall and pull each other's pants down on the weekend. Yes. Good story, bro. Oh my god! Isn't that awesome. We did enjoy it. Actually, I didn't. I didn't interpret it when he got him back when he was buying popcorn as being pants. I, I like baby he peed in his popcorn. I, know, I, 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 I only assume his friend pants him while he was buying popcorn. Yeah. I do. Uh, uh, that was a good story. Yeah, please send us another story. <laughs> Where else are you guys taking each other's pants off? <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, this is our good friend. C- he didn't explain what boxers he was wearing when he got pants. No, yeah, I didn't have any, as much detail there. Uh, this is our good friend, Singing Pigs. 
Oh, yes. Uh, thanks to GameScoop, I was super pumped for the Sharktopus movie on Sci-Fi, which I think aired over the weekend. Yeah. We, we didn't watch it. We don't really care about that. We only care about yeah, the, the GameScoop. We, we, have, we have pending legal representation yeah. looking into this. Uh, he says, I managed to get my friends pumped for it also. So pumped, in fact, that we held a Sharktopus viewing party. Wow. Where over 15 people crammed into our little apartment and crowded around an old 17-inch TV, loudly cheering for every kill and yelling at the two main characters to ignore the, the chaos and get it on at the boat landing. <laughs> <laughs> As is our custom for any party, we made a themed cake. Oh, wow. that, that is awesome. amazing! Wow. That's really uh, that's cool. really cool. For your for your viewing pleasure, I present to you the official Sharktopus cake. It's please, very good. Yeah. Please invent that. I, lo- in the art I love the like old pizza <laughs> riddled cookie sheet that it was made <laughs> of. Eat that I like part. the leftover shark pieces uh, that they were trying to make. Uh, wow, that's really awesome. Let's yeah. get that on the wall. It looks yeah. delicious, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we, do we have a tape? Great. Yeah, we have plenty of tape. You want to put this up on the on the yeah, big sure. board there? Wow, that's cool. Now I have another question. Though. Yes. He's got 15 friends coming over. Can't they all pitch in to get a flat screen TV? I don't know, 17 inch. Or is that does he just mean a 17 inch like LCD TV or whatever? He says an old 17 inch. TV. Okay, that so. sounds like a CRT to me. Come on, guys, yeah. you can't watch Sharktopus or any sci-fi original movie in yeah, any of its glory unless it's in <laughs> HD. It's true. Uh, so you know, just so you know, singing pigs, your Sharktopus cake is going up right underneath the first. Uh, artwork we got of the sharktopus with the octopus head so right. this is a good opportunity actually to let people know about ign's partnership with the sci-fi channel do you know i don't this? think i even know about okay this. so uh our entertainment guys um hooked up with the sci-fi channel and sci-fi is making an, a new b movie and by going to ign and and voting in a poll you can actually decide what the subject and the plot of the movie is. But what, they've already decided on certain... Yeah, some of these have already What are been, the options? Well, it, it goes through stages. So at okay. first you decide, is it about aliens or is it about mutants? Is it about, you know, do the mutants do this or do the aliens do that, right? So um, you'll have to go to IGN's movie channel to see where it's at now. I don't know the URL off the top of my head, but... Um, it's actually really cool because you can see, like, people actually, you, you vote, and that's what they go with. It's not, like, rigged or something. Like, it's actually people on IGN going to decide. Hmm. And I think it's really cool. So where do they find this? Where do they find this? Just go oh, to yeah. IGN.com. Yeah, is the poll on IGN.com? Yeah. No, it's not, a, it's not a poll like you'd see on the main page down at the bottom. It's actually... On, Story. Yeah, it's an article on the movies channel. So I can't tell you IGN exactly. Sci-fi. Yeah, IGN if you go, sci-fi. If you go to movies that it'll right. be promoted. You'll find okay. it there. Um, cool. But and and check it out because I think it's cool. Like to, to actually, I've been voting in it, you know, making decisions or whatever, and it'd be cool to see the For final the movie. You'll never movie. watch. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it. All right, last message here from Michael O'Reilly says, "Just got back from a vacation in Spain. In one of the bars, I requested a Floradora." not thinking that the bartender would know what it is. To my surprise, he or she did. It was a gay bar with a guy in drag, uh. and his response was, scoop. No way. No, no. impossible. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you're calling Michael O'Reilly out as a liar. Yep. This has happened before. You're lying. In Spain? Yeah. Dr- uh, a drag queen in Spain. You think it's impossible that a drag queen in Spain impossible. would listen no. to this podcast? Nothing's impossible. Not impossible. I, I what agree. if he was saying, see... <laughs> Like, like, yes, I will give you the Floridora. Michael O'Reilly says Floridora is truly global, and I choose to believe him. There's, I mean, there's an easy way if you're this drag queen and yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, I want to believe. Yeah, I want to believe. I call shenanigans. Okay, so we got we got two against two here. So if we don't get an email from this person, well, how will we know it's the real person? We need a picture. Of you in of drag. You tending bar in drag. in drag in Spain. Holding a Floridora. Yes. Yeah, okay. Then, then 
and you have to be holding up a Spanish language newspaper next to you. <laughs> wow, this is very complicated. <laughs> With the current date. Yes, yes. <laughs> then we will believe you, and we will feature you. All right, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Greg. I tricked you. I'm an opposing force. No! no! <laughs> My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.